Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name's Ajeline. And I'm Gracie. And this is a podcast where the two of us, we take a movie, we look at it, we put it to both feminist and inclusive tests, and then we ask the most important question of them all, is the movie good and are you pregnant? Okay, I know I did that joke guys, last week, but this is also a pregnant movie. You guys, um, I hate to tell you, but uh, it's it's... It's horror. It's the movie most month. wonderful time <laughs> of the year. It's Christian movie it's month. It's Christian movie month. I mean, ah! I mean horror movie month. Oh which boy! Is basically the same thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, we decided to combine it this year because we wanted to do indigenous films, and we were like, "Screw it, we just won't do horror movies because these are horror movies." And this is actually like, um. Uh, someone playing on a saw idea, but they're terrible at it. Uh, so the movie we're doing, we're talking about today is called The Life Zone, which came out in 2011. Uh, it's thankfully very short. It was directed by Rob Weber, who worked on, uh, these other, like, Ken Villagio movies, like, uh, Obama Nude and The Great Fight and The... <laughs> Uh, fighting Nirvana, like it's it's not a good thing. And then Ken Del Vecchio, who is a congressperson who ran for um uh, for state senate or state House of Representatives in New Jersey as a Republican, he's the one that did this movie. He wrote and he wrote everything about it. Yeah, everything about it. Now, it stars Robert Loggia as John Lation. Robert Loggia has a huge career. He was in Independence Day as the general. We talked about Independence Day already, you know. Um, He was in Scarface as Frank Lopez. He was in Lost Highway. He was McMillan in Big. Um, He's he's been nominated. Yeah, well, he's since passed away now, but... He's been nominated for an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor, 1985. And then, like, he's won awards. So this, I don't know why he's in this movie, but, like, I guess he just needed a paycheck. As you do. <laughs> um, so then we have uh, Lindsay Hahn. Lindsay Hahn has been in The Color of Friendship, was a very popular Disney Channel original movie. Um, and she was also in this movie called Broken Bridges, I think, which was like a Toby Keith CMT movie that I remember really liking as a kid. So there's that. Martin Cove plays Randy Graves. Uh, Martin Cove it was the guy that played the uh, like actor, the, the coach in The Karate Kid. He played uh, Sensei Crease. Okay. So, like, the the Cobra Kai uh, sensei, mm. which, if you're watching Cobra Kai on Netflix, high recommend. Very good for the nostalgia. Just putting it out there. Uh, Charles Durning plays James Wise. Charles Durning also has a huge career. You know? He was in Dog Day Afternoon, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou, Tootsie. Like, dude had a career. Then we have Angela Little as Laura Posey. Angela has been in... Rush Hour 2 and My Boss's Daughter and Walk Hard the Dewey Cox Story. Uh, Ken Del Vecchio plays Barry and, of course, uh, 
I love how his um his his biography says critically acclaimed filmmaker. Um he has written, produced, and directed nearly 30 films that star 100-plus film and TV stars, including multiple Academy Award and Emmy nominees. But, like, he's worked on things like The Price of Freedom, The Great Fight. Like, he specializes in pro-conservative horror flicks, I guess is what we'd say. Because a lot of his stuff is horror-related, but it also has, like, these overwhelming themes of conservatism mixed in like this is a horror movie but it's pro-life kind of his movies well that's the thing he's got a really weird mixed bag because he's got like this one that is a pro-gay marriage film right and it's about like a lesbian couple that where one pretends to be a man so the two of them can get married and equal benefits which but is I get like, the feeling that that's not what the actual thing is. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, that's what the, it, it... It was pro. Like, just because... It was in favor of gay marriage. But... Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he's a... He's... Um... Maybe he's, like, a centrist. I don't know. It's weird. Um, <laughs> this, this movie, though, like... I don't know where the fuck he was going with it because it was fucking weird. It it was very strange, yeah. Um, so uh, the next actor is Blanche Baker. She plays the doctor. She's been in a lot of stuff. Like she was in The Girl Next Door. She was in Jersey Justice, uh, Sixteen Candles. Like she's had a career. Uh, she was and in I the mini the mini series uh, Holocaust as well. Which was big in like mm-hmm. the nineteen eighty or seventies. Yeah. Uh, I think that's it. I think that's it. So uh, this movie had a budget of about one million five hundred thousand dollars. There's no box office. Uh, and that's pretty much it. Um, there's also not any trivia on this page, so like we're gonna have a short a short episode oh yeah there's Uh, barely like anything it's it's quite there ain't nothing it's crazy but um Mm -hmm. yeah it starts off with uh one girl waking up and she's like like they're stuck in this room like it almost looks like it's an underground bunker sort of situation right and she starts like Mm -hmm. freaking out and she ends up like um running to the door and trying to like open it and shrieking and then that's when the other girl ends up getting up and then like there's blood all over her and she's like scared and like looking down and then this is the part where like the TV comes on and there's like a shadowy figure who's like, hey, listen to me. You you have done bad. <laughs> you were all You've done a whole yeah, you, you guys were kidnapped. You've, you've tried to commit murder. Yeah. And it's it's almost <laughs> it's saw, but like pro life. 
but, but worse. worse. So they they're basically they're kidnapped <laughs> yeah. because they all went to an abortion clinic and were trying to get an abortion. So now they're being forced by a mysterious jailer, which is played by um, Robert uh, Logigia. Yeah, I, I messed that up. Ro- yeah. Logia. Don't mind. Okay, and then, um, but he's like. <laughs> Yeah, you're going to have to, like, actually bring your pregnancies to term um, rather than... So they're going to have to, like, stay in the bunker, like, and have to bring the... And then give birth simultaneously. Yeah. And... That was the other thing. Like, in six and a half months, you will all give birth simultaneously. And then, like, you'll think about what you've done. So, this this movie doesn't have a lot of substance. When I tell you guys this is going to be a short episode, like, it, it really is. Because what they end up doing is indispersing, like, while all of these women are trapped, they end up indispersing these, like, acting bits where they're, like, newsreels and stuff to have a discussion about pro-life versus pro-choice. And a lot of the arguments are really easy to debunk, but like, uh, I mean, one of the one of the videos was uh, like, where does human life actually begin? And most people would say at the point of viability, which is anywhere from 20 to 22 weeks uh, in utero, <laughs> you know, like at, at point of viability, that's when it's not like it's not going to be an abortion anymore. It'll be a try and save the unborn's life. You know what I mean? Gracie, we all know that the so, point of, yeah. um, the point that, you know, it becomes like a baby is as soon as the sperm goes into the egg. As soon as the man blows his load into the woman, that is the point where it's a baby and it's sacred. <laughs> <laughs> Every sperm. Oh, no. Hey, you know what that means? Every every sperm counts, every you guys. Sperm counts. If you're blowing your load into a fucking sock, you are killing future presidents exactly. of the United States. Millions of That's them. what you're doing. Millions. How dare you masturbate yeah. into a sock? The waste. You monsters. <laughs> I don't know. Do, do people actually masturbate into socks now or is that just a joke from 90s? Movies? No, that's a thing, Gracie. That, it, like... Anything oh to do with, like, a Kleenex box next to, like, a guy's bed? Yeah, that ain't because they're sick. It's because of... Because they're masturbating. Oh, my God. You know what? This this is kind of off topic. But you know what it reminds me of? Have you ever watched uh, this thing called Extreme Cheapskates? Like, there was a guy that reused his no. tissues. And I was like, no! <laughs> no! no sir he's like yeah i just bring them out and then let them dry and i was like crazy like when you said that that's what i'm thinking and i'm just like did he jizz in those crazy (laughs) why the fuck would you say that oh my god um to traumatize you christ that was (laughs) disgusting um (laughs) <laughs> okay well here it's gonna be a good one guys um yeah so the yeah every every sperm counts stop masturbating in the shower 
Um, stop letting <laughs> all of those babies you're, go down. You're throwing life. You're throwing potential life down exactly. the drain. Monsters. Monsters. I guess that's like. I, you know what that means, Ashleen? Every time a woman has a period and she loses an egg, she's contributing to her infertility. <laughs> she's killing the unborn. Fucking right, I am. I mean, what? <laughs> oh God! <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! Yeah, this is this is some very gallows humor. But like this movie, it it tries to take itself so seriously, but it fucking sucks. Mm. <laughs> like it sucks. Okay, so like the, the well, the other thing too is they have this ahead. female doctor, right? Which I can't even remember her fucking name, but. Her thing is, because uh, we see, like, flashbacks about her life, and it's really, like, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, like, Blanche uh, Baker is actually a pretty decent actress. Like, she wasn't terrible, but um, there was, like, the part where she was, like, uh, talking with her parents, and her parents are like, you shouldn't have a baby because uh, she, like, miscarried again because she decided to have a child way too late because you know horrible people have babies in their 40s i guess or something and she's like suddenly too old and then her husband or whatever her significant other was pissed off um because he wanted a child Mm -hmm. and she uh and she wasn't able to conceive and i assume at one point she had an abortion because she's obviously a monster right um and he ends up getting like no, uh, her. No, 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 no. Her sin was that she committed suicide because her husband. Oh yeah, left her, her her husband left her for a younger woman who was pregnant because he who could give who him could babies. give him babies, and then she kills herself because that's the only worth of a woman is to have babies. Obviously, <laughs> that's what this movie tells Basically. you. Basically, this is what this Obviously. movie feels like, yeah. and it's gross. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, also, there was this weird scene. So, like, okay. So, one of the girls um, was being forced into having an abortion by her boyfriend because he didn't want to have any kids. The second one, she uh, and her husband or fiance had decided mutually they were just starting their careers as lawyers. Now is not the time to have a kid. Like, they wanted to you know, be more established in their careers mm-hmm. first. And then the last one was like this feminist, angry feminist type who was like, I hate kids and I don't want to be pregnant. Like, she was framed to be the worst. Um, But also, like, I I don't know why he thought, like, the, the writer of this film thought that by making women stay in a room and be pregnant is a good idea, like, to show that you're pro-life. It just—you're it, literally proving the idea well, that this movie felt like <laughs> a weird mixture of Saw and Pink Flamingos. Now, if you haven't seen, if you, <laughs> like, have you seen Pink Flamingos, Gracie? No, I've seen. Okay, bits. well, one of the weird premises of Pink Flamingos, which is honestly, I fucking love Pink Flamingos, and I hope we do it, but. But it's a batshit movie. It is a batshit movie. But 
two of like the main antagonists, right? They both the guy has blue hair and the woman has red hair, so they're essentially like Jesse and James from Team Rocket, right? But their thing is they kidnap like mm-hmm. teenage girls and get them pregnant and then keep them down in the basement so that the uh so that they the people will have the babies or like the teenage girls will have the babies and then they will sell the babies to people who want the babies. Like that's what they do in the Mm. movie and their ideas. They are like the actual filthiest people or like the worst people in America. Um, And then they find out that there's somebody else that's calling herself the worst people in America. And then like they go to battle or something it's it's a dumb movie but i fucking love it um but yeah no this is what this is what this movie felt like i was like is this pink flamingos because what the fuck's going on here are they gonna sell the babies afterwards holy crap no No. (laughs) that's not what happens uh so of course like we kind of see their life stories kind of playing out uh their personalities coming out one of the weird things about this movie is, like, one of the girls was able to convince the doctor to let their, like, they couldn't have a video of themselves, but the people who had kidnapped them could make a video and then send it out. Yeah. And then... Well, well there was, like, like, these weird disembodied videos where, like, it felt like their fam- like their loved ones were being held at gunpoint to you know say like we miss you and love you and you know we know that you're off in this basement with these weirdos like who kidnapped you to make you have babies but like that's cool which is like awful but we just we didn't want you to have an abortion because like that's what monsters do right so um yeah it was very weird yeah like again this movie is trying to say that like pro-life is best while saying, like, these women who were going to have an abortion, like, deserve to be imprisoned for what they planned on doing. And that's the thing. There are women in prison, like, in the States. Like, the lady in um, mm-hmm. in Indiana who is in prison still because she had a miscarriage. Like, she's been convicted. Yeah. Because she had a miscarriage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why uh, anti-choice laws are the fucking worst. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like, it was just really weird. And then they were, like, all these testimonial videos or news clip videos where they were arguing both sides of the argument. And it didn't make any sense in a in a way that, like... I could enjoy the movie. Like, it always took you out of the movie every mm. single time. Um, you don't spend a lot of time with the characters, like, outside of, oh, you're pregnant, your purpose is to have the baby. Like, the only one they give any kind of character to is, uh, the Lindsay Hahn character, Mm -hmm. um, like, the, the feminist one, like, the angry feminist archetype. And then, I mean... There really isn't that much to say about well, this movie. Well, one of the I, things just, where they're like weird. eating at the table, right? And uh, and then the the angry feminist is like, "Well, what about if I made something happen, or you know, like a like gave myself an abortion or whatever?" And the other two girls are like horrified, and they're like, mm-hmm. "You're seven months pregnant. You can't do that, right? Like it's a full grown baby, basically." 
And it's like, mm, Jesus And Christ. then she falls. Oh, yeah. She tries to fall or, like, she tries to cut herself or whatever, but there's, like, a plate on the ground. I'm, she falls and busts her Okay. I wasn't really sure what they were trying to go, but... Um, and then they're like, oh, she was trying to, like, you know, self-import or something um, rather than, yeah, it was very weird. But she ends up, <sighs> yeah, there really isn't much else because, like, then they have the babies. Like, it, it, there's nothing really in yeah, between. Yeah, and they all have the babies at the same mm-hmm. time. And then at the end, they're holding their children, but, like, and the anti like, the feminist, like, the bitch essentially like that's what they're playing her as ends up having a baby she ends up having twins and she has the hardest birth out of all of them and she doesn't want to hold them and then the end of the movie is her laying on the bed going oh i feel so sick oh what's wrong with me and then the doctor comes in with a vial of blood going this is impossible this doesn't make any sense and then Lindsay Vaughn's character's like, what does it make sense? In the most melodramatic way possible. And then it's like, you're pregnant. What? I'm pregnant? And turns out she's in hell. And her personal hell for dying on the operating table while getting an abortion, which probably is very, very, very unrealistic, I mean, the chances of you dying during an abortion are pretty fucking mm-hmm. low if it's that early on in a pregnancy. Um, but her uh, her hell is to continuously get pregnant over and over again. Yeah, and le- and go through the yeah. labor, and then go through the misery of another pregnancy. Yeah, over and over again, the and fuck? because the doctor committed suicide, her punishment is to take care of these. Uh, three, like, pregnant women. And the other two, it turns out that, like, uh, the first two, uh, the lawyer one and then the other one who's boyfriend, they're not actually... They're either imaginary or they're fallen angels in disguise because they suddenly disappear. And, yeah. they're So, yeah. so that was and, the big uh, M. Night Shyamalan, if- like, reveal. They're actually in hell. Yeah, the um, someone in our watch party because uh, we've started doing watch parties in our Discord. Um, somebody in our watch party pointed out that oh, I'm so Stop sorry. Uh, they pointed out that um, this movie has a sequel, and in the sequel, it basically completely 180s the idea that it's actually mm-hmm. hell. Like now, suddenly, all of those women were actually kidnapped. And there are videotapes of the entire thing happening over the over that nine month or six month period. And then the second movie is literally 12 jurors arguing over if um, the people who did it had the right to do so to save the unborn's life. But we didn't watch that movie and I have no intention of doing it. But that was essentially what the second movie was about. Yeah, it's basically um, 12 Angry Men, but, like... Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> Juror number seven. Yeah. Uh, 
it was it was awful like this is definitely going to be a super short episode we might end up doing a bonus christian movie just because this one is so short like holy i mean we're not even we're Um, not even a half hour in gracie and we're done. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm like, we might end up doing a, because this feels like a cheat to you guys, like, we might end up doing a bonus Christian movie, just because. Um, uh, it's just, it's fucking, it's bad. And, like, the only tests, I mean, it passes the Bechdel test, right? Because it's all women talking about uh, other women and, and their future children. It passes the Macomori test because, uh, you know, like, their purpose or their character is, like, giving birth. Like, that's their purpose as a character. Mm-hmm. But, like, the story sucked ass. The the writing? Atrocious. Cinematography? It, it, it looked like it was filmed on an iPhone 6. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the lighting was bad. It It tried to be creepy and it wasn't... It just, it wasn't good, and it tried, it tried to do a both sides thing, but it didn't work. No. Like, it, it felt really just dumb, like the worst movie ever. Um, quick question, though, Gracie, what do you think that this movie got on Rotten Tomatoes? Oh, I already know. Oh, okay. It didn't have a critic score, and it had 13%. 12 12. Hey, oh, well. gotta get it right. Yeah, 12%. 12%. Um, on- and there are no there are no audience reviews. Oh, there are. Okay, I found some audience reviews. Do you want to do that real quick so we can kind of punch up the time on this? Yeah, actually, I think... Uh... Okay, we'll, we'll read some one-star reviews. Okay. Uh, this is what happens when you give an incel a lot of money to make a movie. Uh, absolutely horrifying for all the wrong reasons. It expects the audience to side with the rather sadistic Jigsaw-esque John Lation. Since he is the mysterious figure torturing the pro-choice characters, it reveals how I'm, truly evil the filmmakers I'm, uh, are. I'm trying to see if there's any on uh, yeah. Google. I mean, that's it. Nope. There's three reviews. Nope, there is not <laughs> one on Google. There's some on IMDb. Uh, oh, there are. Tw- that's too bad, dude. Is there a five star review? No, everybody gave it a one out of ten. Who boy? One out of ten. Two out of ten. A two out of ten, you guys. A three out of ten. What? A hor- A five out of ten. A horror thriller about three women women kidnapped and carry to carry out their. Pre- ten out of ten. Joke. It has to be okay. Okay, Von Josh. It has to be. Are you fucking with us? What's a good reason for murder? Oh, God. Here's a 10 out of 10. Only people who weren't aborted support abortion. And people who hate such movies can't stand the truth. Human feetes (laughs) are humans, not okapis, not apple trees, not granite, not... Okay, that sounds like a bot. (laughs) What kind of amazing poem is Human feetes are humans, not okapis, not not apple trees, not not granite. Not apple trees. Okay, obvious troll. (laughs) Not apple trees. <laughs> um, oh man, yeah, that's gonna win a Pulitzer right there. 
who is in uh, the Twitch chat. Um, yeah, there yeah, is a sequel. Uh, do not recommend Cries of the Unborn. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I'm I'm good talking about this. Yeah, me too. Uh, and because it's such a short episode, we'll, we'll do a bonus Christian movie. Um, we'll let our Twitch chat decide what Christian movie they want us to watch. Um, so hopefully they'll be nice. <laughs> They're probably going to give us the worst <laughs> one <laughs> they can think of. Um, but yeah. Also, if you guys want to check us out, we are doing our podcasts live on Twitch. But if you miss the live broadcast, which is every other Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, most of the time, uh, you can also follow our Twitter just to make sure. Uh, like, if you guys want to catch the podcast live, like, come come to our Twitch, twitch.tv slash Feminist Critique. Uh, we will be deleting the VODs for them as soon as we're finished recording. So if you miss it, you miss it, and you'll have to wait for the episode to come out. But this is a way, great way for you to come in. It's free access. Uh, you don't have to pay, and you get it. <laughs> oh, no. I just saw what someone, someone suggested. Uh... <laughs> Let me um <laughs> oh for christ's sakes katie <laughs> um but yeah so we do these lives so you should definitely come check us out and uh we do other stuff on our twitch too we do politics uh we talk about current events we have chill streams every friday night and uh if you follow our twitch you'll have access to our discord where we have watch parties on discord it's it's really fun like get on it get on the community that we're building we appreciate you guys. Uh, so yeah, twitch.tv slash feminist critique. I am on Twitter at South of Grace. The podcast and Twitch channel is on uh, Twitter at feminist pod. Ajeline? I'm, I'm also on Twitter as Ajeline's A-I-S-L-E-N-E-S. And then you can check out my drag Instagram as Aurora Borealis. Uh, and that's kind of it. I'm good. All right. So uh, we will see you guys next week when we will be talking about the Trump. The prophecy. passion of the Christ. No, the Trump prophecy. We're doing that one next. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're getting it out of the way. All right. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.